Are you enjoying what you hear? Would you like to support the podcast and help us improve? Well, the folks at Anchor have some big news. Anchor has introduced listener support, which allows listeners to donate recurring monthly payments directly to the pod. These donations not only help us improve the content that you hear, but it also helps us purchase more books for more at-risk youth in the city of Mobile, Alabama. Representation is so crucial, and the next James Baldwin, Toni Morrison, Zora Neale Hurston, or Ta-Nisi Coates could be right there in those classrooms. Our mission is to continue to provide them with literature written by authors that look like them, who had them in mind when penning these pieces. Listener support provides a link in the description of all our podcasts across all platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, so you can support from anywhere, even if you don't have an Anchor account. Anytime you click these links, you will be presented with an option to sign up to make recurring automatic payments to support our podcast. You'll be able to choose from three tiers, $0.99, $4.99, or $9.99. Then just enter your payment info, and your charges are immediately processed. If you're using an iOS device, you have the option to pay with Apple Pay, or if you're using an Android device, you can pay with Google Pay. It's insanely quick and easy from anywhere. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, what's up? This is Jason. Hi, this is Shakira. And we're reading, reading Why Black. Black. <laughs> we, got some, we got some RWB OGs in the building today. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I like to call them some of the chartering members of uh, the Reading Why Black Club. The first group chat. <laughs> <laughs> the original supporters and whatnot. Group chat, no, no green bubbles in our group chat. No, um, no. <laughs> no, we don't do that. That's disrespectful. Miss um, Kia Smith and Mr. Reggie Cunningham, how are you guys doing today? Kia, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> My name. We got to act shy. Like we don't talk to each other about once a week, um, especially doing fantasy football with Reggie. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm currently kicking ass. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> All right. 500, so don't call it a comeback. I told y'all. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> um, but you two introduce yourselves. Uh, Kia, you first. Uh, I am Kia. You can find me on Twitter at Kia Speaks. I am a writer. I work in digital media and um, I talk shit about culture, society, and church and stuff all day long. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to do my intro like here. My name is Reggie. Uh, you can find me <laughs> at, <laughs> at Kid Noble on all social media. Uh, no, I am a photographer and a creative. I live in D.C. from St. Louis. Um, I talk about social justice, sports, and jokes on the Internet all day. No, not all day, but you, you get it. No, uh, all day. So it's, basically, it's okay, this right? is our Twitter famous episode wow. because wow. we are not worthy you know we wow. i'm regular all, all three of y'all is famous I'm wait what i don't have all a three of y'all. 
Reggie's oh, the only God. person in Reggie's Let's the only person this. in this. Oh, with Let's the blue check. <laughs> Let's not do this. The blue, the blue Twitter check. Let's not do this. Kia could yeah. have one if she applied for it. I don't want to send in my driver's license. <laughs> what? I don't even need to know that. Uh, yeah, it's so that sounds like some Illuminati hey, shit. I'm not prepared. Hey, for right. that type of the only reason the only reason I sent mine is because it had my old address on it. See, that's <laughs> oh, you know what? I do I'm, have you my might be on to something. On you might be on to something, Reggie. Thank you. So today <laughs> we as we wrap wrap up the end of October. You know, we've been reading the autobiography of Gucci Mane, which, listen, yes, <laughs> yes, this beautiful, just, I love this book. It's it is so artwork, good. too. It's, it's, a, it's, it's yeah, that cover, that cover photo is amazing. Glow. That cover photo like, is absolutely amazing. You got to appreciate the glow up. So, mm -hmm. first, just, can I get you guys' is just impressions of the book? What did you guys think? So I was intrigued because I've always been a Gucci fan. Um, being in Atlanta, you just you hear Gucci's story, but it was it was such a good read. It drew you in, and now I've been listening to all his music, and his Me music too. sounds differently. <laughs> yeah. Does his music sound yes. different to you now? Like you can really hear his story through his music in a way that you couldn't before reading his book. Yeah, I think um, to me, like the book was like a more intimate Southern. Um, what was Jay Z's book? Decoded. Decoded. Yes. Yeah, it was like a more intimate like version of that because he he did break down lyrics. You know what I mean? And like now, when I hear those songs, like before, I'd be rapping a song and be like, "Oh yeah, blah 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 blah," and not really knowing that like he was storytelling in this part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. And not just telling a story, but like telling his story. So, and it was a quick read. It was an easy read. It only took me, I started reading it one evening and finished it the next evening. So, <laughs> okay, you know, so it, was, it was great. Right. I think I'm the only person on the panel that actually, that listened to the book. So I did the audio book. So my experience was uh, slightly different from reading it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Like I never really put the book in front of myself and actually like read as I listened. So it felt like I was really listening to a podcast for, for the most part. Um, and I've never listened to a podcast that actually tells a story except for, I want to say Kia sent me a podcast. Was time. it, um, was it the one, um, mogul? I want to say it was Mogul. I want to say that it was about. Was um, oh my um, gosh, I'm having a brain freeze. I can't think of his Chris name. Lighty. Chris Lighty. Yes, the Chris oh, Lighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's Lighty. a great <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I love Combat Jack. Uh, mm -hmm. He's yeah. been talking about it for a while. You sent it to me, but um, this was the first. Like, so I listened to it, and it was like it to the chapters when you listen to it are only like ten minutes, fifteen minutes at a time. Um, so you can get through it like in your regular day. And the guy who tells the story um, like a movie, I think that's the best thing about it. Um, that oh, Can we talk about prologue? Prologue. How? Oh, the uh, intro. The intro. Like, it, the way it, it sucks starts. You in. It sucks you in. Like, it's like a black hole and it really sucks you in. And you're like, in, like, I felt like I was in the car when Gucci got pulled over, to be honest with you. Uh, 
it felt real. Like I've always felt Gucci was like a real per, like was always a real person. I felt like anything that he wrote about it, it was like it's kind of like that meme. Uh, Sandy's like he did that shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the story, and then you know. Kia, uh, we talked about this when, when I first was telling you to read the book about him being from Bessemer, and then you telling me that your family was so Bessemer as well. So. Fun. I called my dad because I saw that um, Gucci's dad graduated from the same high school uh, as my dad. And I was like, do you know Ralph Dudley? And he was like, yeah, we graduated high school <laughs> together. And he's like, I'm like, you went to school with Gucci's dad. And he's like, who is Lucci Man? <laughs> so basically, y'all right. is what you're telling me. Exactly. So my um, Gucci's mom graduated with my uncle. Cameron and Gucci went to the same elementary school because we actually live in Ellenwood. So Gucci is my cousin at this point, and I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's there's no right. debate there. You should have been our right. should have been invited. Basically, y'all family. <laughs> Can I just say that regarding the audiobook, I was slightly, only slightly disappointed that it wasn't actually Gucci reading the story. That's the only thing. One of my yeah. friends uh, said that <laughs> he was like, yeah, I really wish that it was Gucci because it would even feel, it would just feel better. Yeah. I wonder. It so authentic. Oh, it would have been like, uh, Gucci could have been our, our new Samuel Jackson or <laughs> Morgan Freeman or Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I actually, I'm here. I will allow it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually it. still, uh, side note, I s actually still want to buy that adult uh, bedtime storybook with Samuel Jackson. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if y'all remember that from a couple of uh, Go mm -hmm. the Fuck to Sleep. So can we talk about so on page like 52, he talks about his views on trap music. And he says like, when I think about trap, I think about something raw, something that hasn't been diluted, something with no polish on it, music that sounds grimy as the world that it came out of. So, Listen, like, this that's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> like, so there's that's been a whole conversation in Atlanta about who is the father of trap music. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that goes to T.I. Because, you know, T.I. came out with the album, I think it was like 2003, Trap I'm Music serious. was the name of his. Yeah, it was the second, the second one, though, was called Trap Music. Mm -hmm. Second and, one was uh, called it, Trap oh, Music. Third yeah. So, um, but I want to say that maybe T.I. was not the father of Trap Music. Maybe it was actually Gucci Mane. It could be. Yeah, I, after, I think given after, I think given his um his description about like something with no polish on it, like mm -hmm. you know Ti had some polish on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there, was, yeah. Was, there was definitely some radio produced, you know, produced mm -hmm. for radio mm -hmm. songs. Yeah, and, I don't think Gucci, you know, Gucci like didn't have that on a lot of his stuff. Gucci never if made not, radio if anything songs. else, he evolved it into more. yeah. If anything, Gucci evolved it into <clears throat> what we know trap music as right. today. And I think the thing that I like the most about Gucci is the songs that got radio play is literally he didn't go into it with this yeah. life, with this calculated, methodical method of creating a radio hit. It's literally it's songs that he forgot about. Like he what he would just and like they were years Freaky later. Girl. 
Yeah, and it was years later pretty after they came out. It was like, a throwaway oh. song, pretty much. Yeah, it was like one of those things. A layaway. Like, this you is know. oh, the hood likes this. All right, cool. Let's make a video. So, and that made me wonder: Gucci may be a sucky A and R. It's like he doesn't have an ear for like, the work. <laughs> but at the same time, look at all the artists that he's attached to who have yeah. completely blown up. It's amazing. Migos, you hear what I'm saying? Right. Migos, Young Dolph, Young Dolph, Future, Young Dolph, Future, Young Dolph. Future. Young Everyone who's Walker. been on the radio, he saw them before, but he can't hear his own hits. That's fascinating to me, and I don't know how that works. But also, the thing is, though, which may kind of speak towards the sucky AR, A&R part, is like he saw their talent, but he never went in and was like, or at least in the book, it never says he mm-hmm. went in and was like, yo, you need to do this to maximize this or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, it was just, hey, these young cats was here. I thought they was fly, so I signed them. Mm-hmm. I think one you of the coolest that. things was um, him and Zaytoven were having a conversation <laughs> about Waka after him and Dev started So Icy Boys. Um, yeah. Which shout out to Dev because Black women save lives. Um, <laughs> Hashtag Dev is Black women like, save. <laughs> like I always like watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Like I never really appreciate Dev until reading this book and honestly if she was on this podcast if she was on this interview right now i'd apologize because Mm -hmm. i look at her completely differently after this book like what she did for him the businesswoman who she was the manager that she was and Mm -hmm. lists of people that she had Mm -hmm. that she was managing actually and i but I, i think the coolest thing was when he said that he knew waka was a star and this was before thing was done. And like he knew, he, like he knew Deb. He didn't know, you know, he didn't know Walker. He knew Walker was making music, but he didn't know. But he saw something in him and he brought that out of him. Just wanted him to, to just be yourself. I, I think that's the coolest thing about Gucci. Gucci doesn't, t- doesn't said when he was at the, when he was with labels and labels were trying to make him sound like something he wasn't and when he got his own artist he was like i'm not going to force you into a box basically i'm going to let you be as creative as you want to be mm-hmm. heard you you know what what made me love you in the first place and i think that's something mm-hmm. to admire but i think another thing that goes kind of unnoticed or like unappreciated is that deb isn't trained to be a manager at all right Black women are God. Like, like <laughs> magic. That is literally black girl magic. She's not trained to do this, but she used the skills that she learned in what social work school and applied mm-hmm. that to managing business. That is magic. If like appreciate black women. Listen, like listen to black women. Ooh. Trust. Yeah. Trust. Thing, Believe. <laughs> Trust and The other thing that I think I appreciated is that he his like appreciation of Master P, who also doesn't get the flowers that he deserves. Just no, no, does not. Master P completely changed the way independent music is made to this day. Mm -hmm. The most underappreciated musician. Of all time, and and, and in such an unorthodox way, right? Like he had, Uh he had a a little white dude designing the covers to the albums. 
you know what I mean? Like and, and they made the neon as fuck. Yeah, and like the neon <laughs> plastic on the albums is like and that nobody used, had ever done it. And he used his albums as marketing uh materials. Like you would For, uh, buy a Silk the Shocker album and on the back it would be four more albums that were coming yep. out in the next six weeks. Or or a movie. The brand was strong. Like the brand was brolic. <laughs> like he made, yeah. he made I he made I got the hook up and had all of no limit. He had all of no limit and I got the hook up. My God. Every I've never seen somebody perp like literally plug songs in the middle of your movie. In the, in the middle of the movie. <laughs> that, that, the soundtrack that he made. <laughs> soundtrack. He had a mixtape for his he had a mixtape for his movie just to let you know it was coming out and then he had a he had a soundtrack for the movie. I was like, wait, <laughs> too confused, much music. Right? <laughs> too much music. Yeah, but I mean, and even then, like Gucci wasn't trying to be a rapper. He was trying to be Master P. Like he was trying yeah. to be a boss. And that's probably where that like that really rough. A&R exec kind of mindset came in because he didn't go into it trying to rap like he mm -hmm. right. had a speech impediment he didn't think that he had the skill set and it really took Zay Tobin Zay Tobin who <laughs> give that Zay man Tobin. his flowers now so, too because I want Zay so Tobin to play can I, can I make serious. a confession yes yes so um one day it was about a year ago I decided I was gonna marry Zay Tobin <laughs> you had, you had so moved I, off of Cam Newton. I had moved out Cam. I was gonna marry Zaytoven. He's here in Atlanta, a little church boy who likes trap music. This is the perfect relationship. I asked Twitter. I was like, "Is Zaytoven married?" They sent me a picture of him, his wife, and two kids. They all happy. <laughs> I was like, "Dream dead." Look at kid trying to break yeah. up a happy home. Right. Don't, oh, accident. Don't, don't let that block your blessings. <laughs> hold you. on. Get yours. Right. <laughs> get yours. Go get your man. Go get your Boaz. Right. Right. He's out there. Get Boaz. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to be a proverb. I'm just trying to be a proverb. Probably woman. 31 uh, woman. That's all. With some trap beats. That's it. Speaking of, that's a good segue. Can we talk about Keisha? Because. So look, <laughs> what? Yes. So we got married ten seventeen. You know how niggas are, and they, you know, you know how men can be, and say, you know, you hold your man down, and like she a real ride or die. No, no, no. And I thought that about her until I got. I did too until I read. He yeah. was hiding the fact that he was doing all of this stuff, and she held him accountable. Like what she didn't do was coddle him and say, "Oh, it's fine here." She didn't do drugs with him. She saw the potential in this man and held him down, but also held him accountable. When he, when he went to jail, he, he was calling her every day and she picked up every day and baby, come come bail me out. And she said, okay, I'm gonna come. And she didn't come. And because he needed to be there, she wasn't gonna bail him out and just, you know, baby him so he could do it again. No, no, she held that black man accountable. And look at where he is now, glown up, beautiful. She made him step up to her level. She did not stoop mm -hmm. down to his, and that is the key. It's not about riding or dying. It's about making him meet you on your level. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, you know, I said on Twitter a while ago. You know, everybody talks about wanting to ride or die, but the right person ain't gonna ask you to die for them. Boom. You That's know what it. I'm saying? So, so, and, and when it came to Keisha, like she, the thing, the thing that's like standing out in, in what you said is. 
is that like she stood by his side, but she also held him accountable. And a lot of times when men are out here asking for these ride or dies and I want you to, you know, you supposed to ride for me, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're missing out on the accountability part. And, and they were, and they refuse to be, they refuse to be held accountable for their actions. In addition, like if, if you, if you're willing to be held accountable, yeah, I'll ride, I'll ride with you because that tells me if you're, if you're willing to be held accountable, you're not, you're going to correct course, which he did. We're not going to die. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Die. Exactly. You know what? Is Reddy's writing a book right now? Is Keisha the only person who has been able to hold Gucci accountable? Because it doesn't seem his mom could. It doesn't seem Deb could. Whole family could. Like nobody could hold him accountable. And I think it's because he saw that he wanted her. Like it wasn't like he just met her on the street or on a set. Like he was in jail and saw her. What in a magazine? Mm-hmm. He was a stylist, mm-hmm. and he saw like I want this this woman. Like she's beautiful, and then shout out to her. Gucci for getting what he wants. Like, can we talk about like I saw something? I said I wanted that, and I went and got it. <laughs> hey, like, but but real talk, it's a, it's an extreme example. But in general, that's how men operate. Any like for real, for real. When when we see the woman that we want, like nothing is gonna stop us from like have if she will have us having that woman. You know what I'm saying? Like we we do we, we correct ourselves. We go start getting lineups every day. We stop doing illegal stuff, like so on and so forth, to get that person. And that's what he did. And I think what what made me appreciate Keisha, and I wish he had talked about her more, was the fact that he wrote he put in. She left him. He was yep. he was not always upstanding. She left him more than once, and he dragged. Where he dragged her on Twitter, like he yeah. like, was talking. Oh, that was crazy. the day, like he went. That was like that's one of the most yes. legendary yes. things yes. on Twitter of all time, where so, he says that he slept with Nicki Minaj. Um, and he oh, yeah, was ugly or something. Said he slept with Tiny, and she was ugly and was just going. That was hilarious. Goose. But you know what? We have seen a lot of breakdowns on Twitter that did not make sense until later. Remember when, um, what's his name? The, um, oh my gosh, white actor who ended up having HIV. Oh, oh Charlie Sheen. Charlie, oh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. That was awful. the whole tiger blood breakdown. Yeah, that was, and it's that was like, mad crazy. You know who's going to be next, don't y'all? Cam Newton. Ty- Tyree. <laughs> Oh, he's oh Tyrese is like, going to be awful. But he's you know what? They they're not gonna make, they're not gonna make sense later on either though because he, he <laughs> like he can't spell. So like he, you gonna like the drama the drama is gonna come out and we're gonna go back and read it and still not be able to understand it. really, it's amazing. Okay, it's amazing to me that. Grown man in a multi-million dollar band, literally hell bent his bag than anybody <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life. Tyrese could talk his way out of a million dollars. Well, you know the Gucci. Gucci said, First "You get the bag and fumble it. it. I get the bag and flip it and tumble it." <laughs> oh. <So. laughs> That's it. That's it. Cause oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was scripture. <laughs> Listen, Gucci has given us a lot of like good philosophical like 
what did he say? One-liners. You can be He's so. You can you can have too much. Like you can. What what was it about the sauce? You can have. You can you can uh, have, you can never uh, have too much sauce, but you can also be lost in the sauce. In the sauce. In the sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, what else he said in the book that words that I've learned to live come to live by. You will trip. Move like well, your trip moving forward if you always looking behind you. If you always looking behind you, yeah. Listen, I took that to heart. He said he said that. he said his dad. He said his dad was t- was the one telling. Cause he, yeah, because he said his dad would always say uh just random like you know sayings that mm-hmm. some of them he had no clue what they meant. That's but best he, he ended up adopting the best. <laughs> Southern people just yeah. the best. Yeah. The best, just one liners. For the meaning, especially of life. especially it's like small towns because like mm-hmm. my my dad's folks are from uh Town Creek, Alabama. So uh, them them small towns other people they be they be having their sayings. Yeah, let's see. What Just else? for reference, uh, to quote to quote the great uh, Rager Davis: "If a man does not have sauce, then he is lost." But the same man, the same man, in the in sauce. Come on. <laughs> That really that sounds, that sounds like a proverb. It, it sounds like it's probably in the Bible. That's probably, <laughs> it's probably biblical, to be honest. There's, I mean, Kia is studying the Bible right now, and there might be an extra book. Oh, so, yeah, we went right to Gucci. So, fun story. <laughs> um, I'm going to um, do some cross promotion here. Friday, we're doing Real Drunk Bible Study, and we are doing the Gospel of. Gucci and Cardi B. Oh, that's good. That's lit. Show. That sounds I haven't lit. Been on, I haven't been on like three shows, and I haven't been <laughs> right. I love that. That sounds is Whitney on. Whitney and uh, Verdell. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta be on. I gotta be on. <laughs> Whitney yeah. and Verdell are coming on. Send me that hey, link. I will. I will, ha- I will hack my way into that <laughs> one. <link. laughs> oh my god! If you guys haven't shaped a. Uh, this show was sponsored by The Real Drunk Show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys have not checked out The Real Drunk Show um, on iTunes uh, podcast, you can search for it there or on YouTube. Reggie's been on it. It is absolutely hilarious and get drunk on this show. Shakira, you yeah, have to did. come on. Okay, I'm with it. Joe is le- – is, is, I'm I, it's 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 better than Disa Samiro. The brand is strong. I'm gonna say it right now. It's better than Disa Samiro. The brand is strong. Like yeah, I had a good old time. Disa Samiro only have one couch, right? Like on a drunk show, everybody be on a couch. Right. Everybody's on a couch. Well, it's four couches. You get kids couch. You can't beat that. You and get you have couch and BYOB. You get kids couch and her childish t-shirts. <laughs> her childish t-shirts and her telling her son to shut up which is, which is absolutely hilarious okay. um so i think if we didn't talk about jeezy versus gucci the Q. greatest beef <laughs> the, greatest the pettiest beef. of beefs no no it's the pettiest beef. i don't know about the greatest petty. it's the pettiest so, so, don't, i i still don't think we have a conclusion to it because it doesn't so, even after the book, it doesn't make sense almost. 
so okay i remember in atlanta there was a time where it kind of felt like you had to choose sides and i just yeah. feel like i was a good person because i chose gucci and everyone else was choosing jeezy and i was like no gucci is the good person in this scenario but it's so interesting because they were just making a random song which blew up like crazy and i don't even like the song it's catchy as hell though it's it is okay was that the change in music I don't know. I was still in high school. I was what? What were we? Senior? No, no, because I had a y'all young. That right? Was that year maybe of high school, Jason? What was it? That was around two thousand four. Oh, I was in eighth grade. I was I was drinking legally. I was in eighth grade. No, oh, it was it was late to it was summer. I remember it was summer two thousand five that that song came out because I we were going we were going into our freshman years of high school. We were. No, 2005, we sophomore were in year, sophomore, sophomore year. year. Yeah, because we got, yeah, yeah we, were in, we were in high school for four. I think um, the general reason so is so that y'all were young. Y'all right. also had Simulac on your breath. Because <laughs> I, I was buying liquor at that time. <laughs> right, exactly. But I think I had just got my first iPod because that. <laughs> I had just got my first car. Absolutely. <laughs> That was iPod days. I do remember that. Yeah. Kick days. Yeah, that was sidekick days. Out of sidekick. Side, the sidekick came out in two thousand. Yeah. So they make this song. They make this song. He doesn't really want like the way I read into it. Like Gucci wasn't really like he ain't had no issue. He had beef with Buddy, but he was just kind of like, all right, I'll make the song. And Jeezy gets signed. And suddenly he has beef with him. Like I don't get it. Or like people liked him, and he wasn't backed by a label. People I mean, like. Gucci. I mean, maybe maybe Kia can it give was, us some more. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see what I remember that wasn't in the book. Like what the streets were saying at that time, and and what I remember it being was, um, like Jeezy just didn't like the song anymore. And did Gucci talk about them fighting over the song in this book? Because I want to say it ended up on both of their albums. It ended so, up on um, both of their albums. Um, and um, but the whole setup thing, allegedly, because allegedly Jeezy is behind the setup, the girl who said Gucci. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all to and, do. Which I personally believe. I mean. I'd love to get clarity on it, but I personally believe that he was set up. Yeah, but you believe, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, and I think he was set up. Also, and I, I like my life and I don't want to go too deep into it. Yeah, I'm not gonna comment her. on that, but um But there's also <laughs> there's also was I don't know. Well, I mean Gucci kind of talked about it and he kind of glanced over it without any drama, but you know, there was also that whole B, uh, B, uh, BMF, BMF, BMF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I, like I said, Gucci talked about it in the book and he glossed right over it. And I, I don't know, maybe it was, I don't know if it was deeper than what it was or if it was surface. I will say this I think Gucci was an honest narrator. I think he in the I was, I, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like because I read that, I listened to that chapter twice i i because i i never heard the story i think that's what's crazy like because of like living in alabama living in alabama like we like I, the love for gucci is insane um i i recently saw gucci in birmingham and there were so many people from bessemer there um like this was his first time performing in um alabama since he had been out of prison 
So the entire state of Alabama <laughs> and maybe the entire city of I believe because um, Bessemer is like this small. Um, no shade to Bessemer. Just reading that chapter in general, and I want to say Jeezy didn't like the song originally because it did, it wasn't his sound. Mm-hmm. Um, that was his biggest. That was his biggest beef with the song. It was not his sound. Also, shout out to Boo, um, who sang the hook. Um, right. Also, um, I don't think Boo ever got paid for for singing his, for singing that. I want to say he did. He sang the hell out of that. Was the best bridge. Uh, I'm gonna go listen to that song once we get I off of here. Probably will. Oh, I, I think it. I bought it. I got <laughs> so many rocks on my chain and watch. watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, you A know I'm the shit. <laughs> shit. Come on, my Come on, somebody down to my down to my dick. dick. <laughs> Who Amen. like and he sung it from his phone. Like that was the ancestors. Oh, yeah, no, he meant right? that from his toenails. Oh my gosh. Some people just don't have that type of diaphragm to sing like that. But I really feel like he took me somewhere that I that my 15-year-old mind just didn't know I could be at one point in time. I'd never had a chain my whole life. And I feel like I I don't even think I had diamonds at the point. I did. I wanted to make a chain out of something just to listen to it in my house. So I wouldn't embarrass myself. Um, you know what I do appreciate about Gucci, though. I mean, about uh, Jeezy, based on what Gucci says in this book, that um, Jeezy realizes that what they were fighting about was not worth anyone else getting hurt. Yeah, that's yeah, so anyone dying. Yeah, based on the conversation that they have at uh, Houston's, which Ti is now boycotting because he says they are racist. Yeah, um, I just um, I saw that video on Facebook not too long ago yeah. about Houston. Um, a couple of loving hip hop uh, are they stars? Uh, there, a <laughs> <laughs> uh, loving hip hop star I recognize until further notice. <laughs> Great. She's... About Cardi B for a second and how. Oh, um, she might get another BET special potentially because because she won in 2017. Wait, VH1 special, right? Oh she yeah, because Mona, Mona Mona was on the bro. Mona was on the phone with Cardi. Will probably be on the phone with Cardi after uh, her and Offset come out of hiding. If you guys haven't seen her, right? Offset, that she's trying right. to get pregnant right now no um, she's trying to get him, him pregnant. pregnant yeah trying to get him pregnant so, why are you so. playing mona called her as soon as that video went up mona <laughs> was like belcalise hi how are you <laughs> like how the tables so have turned. how much how much episode are we talking are we talking right 75 85 <laughs> run me my coins <laughs> <laughs> but that, that wedding's going to be so hood rich. Probably slap dab Man, in the Bronx. That might get married in a bodega. Oh, that might be the new source awards. <laughs> that might is gonna be the source awards. It's gonna be did beautiful you, and Did shiny. y'all see that ring? That Ooh. ring is ridiculous. That ring is I a can literal see that ring right now. Like I can see <laughs> that ring right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is a raindrop and a drop top while you're playing? Right. right. Look, it really was you know a raindrop. You, you, did y'all realize that he flew a helicopter there to go? Like, did y'all see the video of him? Like, I didn't see the helicopter. I missed that. There is a video DJ Academics posted it. Don't I? I didn't. I do not follow DJ Academics. Somebody retweeted. Sure. Sure. I don't. <laughs> anyway. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um. Um, but, uh, so the Migos were in a helicopter flying because the show was in Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, first off, when you watch the video, I thought Quavo was flying the helicopter, which the first thing I said was, is there anything that <laughs> Beyonce of the Migos cannot do? But he wasn't. Do it look like and I left off the helicopter? Like, let's take off there. <laughs> Do it look like I was left off. I feel bad for take off. Take off. He was definitely in the helicopter. But, and take off was the one who really wanted to be a rapper. Offset and Quavo just kind of came along for the ride. Take off. Take off was That's the what rapper. happens when they're your cousin uncles. Right. Like, so, so I feel like you feel like baby. that you you feel bad that take off's career didn't. Take off, am I right? Oh, am, I right? <laughs> am I right? No. Oh, horrible, horrible. <laughs> You've been holding that one in all day. Oh, you you was waiting on that. You was waiting on that one. That joke. You was waiting for somebody. I promise you, that came that came in my head. That came in my head right when Kia said that. I promise you, that that popped in my head. It was like my moment. You know what? Um, Speaking of Gucci as an A and R and all these people, do y'all remember? Was he still in jail when All My Children, the uh, video, the YouTube video came out of him? All My Children was the cartoon, and he had all I these little kids. Was, and oh, like the Migos I sitting on his lap. It. Yeah, it made sense after reading the book. Yes, he. So yes. Gucci is responsible for giving us Migos, Young Dolph, Young Thug, Future. Uh, who else? Waka Flocka, OJ Who am I missing? Because I know there's more. I mean, Zaytoven as a producer. Zaytoven, Zaytoven. And, uh, Mike Will, and Mike Will. So for the longest, I thought they were saying Nike made it on the top. Nyquil oh. made it. Yeah, Nyquil I was like, it. why would this man call himself Nyquil? Is he that sleepy? Does he? His beats, his beats put you to sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but the amount of the amount of DJs that have gotten that their names have grown bigger because of Gucci. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. um, I want to say around his, the, his the second album hosts. of his mixtape host. I that mixtape with DJ Drama might be the most legendary. Like, cause Drama was beefing with, with Jeezy at the time and like I want DJ Drama. I want DJ Drama to narrate my life. <laughs> so I feel <laughs> like they <he, laughs> told to play at my funeral. Like I really do. Um, I went back and listened to that mixtape um, when he was talking about uh, how he changed his total way that he looked at music when he started freestyling um, after No Pen No Pad. And how he would spit out seven songs a day, which is ridiculous. But now that I'm thinking about it, I remember those years. I remember when I when I was in basic training, and, and we couldn't listen to any music. And this is this is in the streaming era. So if, yeah, this is in the streaming era. So if you, I had to 
do is, you know, go to that piff and you could get any mixtape you wanted at the time or live mixtapes. And I went to Georgia. I went to Georgia. I was stationed at Fort Gordon. And everybody had, I like it had been three months and like seven Gucci mixtapes that came out. And I was like, yeah, crazy. <laughs> like yeah. I was, I felt like I was behind. And like one of my friends from Baltimore, I, I, I love this guy to death. Uh, shout out to Kelly. Uh, he was my roommate in basic and he was my roommate at AIT. Um, he was the biggest Gucci fan I'd ever met in my entire life. Gucci had fans in Baltimore, but it also showed me his, how wide his fan base was. Far extended, like to hear Gucci talk about how Cameron all the way in New York City was like, yo, I love what you're doing down there in Atlanta. And just right. the love and adoration that he got from people across the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, how many Gucci Mane tapes? He was like, oh, I was listening to Gucci Mane when we was, in, when we was in basic. I was like, when did you have time Right. <laughs> where did you have a phone? Like we were roommates, we were bunk mates. I'm like, when we why, and why did you tell me you were listening to music? You shared no wealth. I was like, how I was extremely upset, but like after that, like he put me on, and this is like right when I got I want to say I knew about that piff and he told me he showed me live mixtapes, and I never missed another Gucci mixtape again. Like since but can we talk um, about how he got to that point because like what he was on tour with Lil Wayne and, and Lil Wayne Walker, really showed, showed him Wayne, up man he was putting out music and everybody on Gucci's tour bus was listening to Lil Wayne and he got pissed and he's yeah, he so mad. competitive he was like <laughs> I can't even really be mad because I'm not putting out music which shout out to Gucci for not being a hater hoe and being a greater hoe, like, because he could have just hated and could have been like, "Fuck this nigga, I'm never touring. I'm a, I'm a still tour." No, especially after the whole issue on the bus, like where he got off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing. Like, can, we didn't talk about that. So, him. Talk him, uh, meeting Juvenile, who was one of his like Manny Fresh was one of his favorite beat makers ever, ever one of his idols, which rightfully so crazy saying now because mm-hmm. Birdman still won't pay Lil Wayne, but we won't get into that. Um, we're not gonna talk about that. <clears throat> um, but for him to get on that bus and Juvie to kind of play him, but he just kind of understood like what the business was because he was an unknown person at the time. Yeah. And Juvenile was back that ass on Juvenile, like yeah, right. he could do what he wanted. Boy, and he knew he was <laughs> There's a story there. Don't ever step on people because you don't know how the roles will switch later in oh, life. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Because now they are in completely opposite places yeah. and I'm sure Juvenile would be ecstatic to get on a Gucci uh, track these days. Oh, you know, yeah, it's lessons in this any, book. Anybody mm-hmm. in Cash Money from back then would be ecstatic to be an independent <laughs> artist. Oh, <yeah>. okay. <laughs> okay. So, a word. There's guys that, there's guys that Lil Wayne and Cat and uh, Birdman signed that still have not made albums. And somehow Tiger still got a chance to make albums, and I don't understand how that happened. That's, um, a, that's a good point. That is that is, that is astonishing to me. They probably but, didn't um, pay Tiger nothing. He probably paid them to make his album. That's true too. 
or or one of the Kardashians. Kylie, right? Kylie. <laughs> Kylie paid for them studio times, bro. That nigga got a glorified babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> so who else? Favorite Gucci outfit. Favorite Gucci mixtape. Uh, that's one thing that I wanted to talk about. I we I know we we talked about mixtapes, mixtape era. Um, uh, I want to say was that last week before the wet was two weeks ago before the wedding actually came on TV. Did uh we did a big thread on Twitter where we posted our uh some of our favorite Gucci mixtapes. Um, surprisingly, I did iTunes has every Gucci mixtape that he has ever made, and I I really had yes. to went. I really Wait, had do to you know, go do you back. know how many it is? Eighty. Gucci Mane no, has I, I, eighty. I, I, I just looked it up. It projects. is. It, it is. It is eighty projects. There are seventy-two mixtapes. Seventy-two. Okay, so I Gucci Mane's discography is deeper than Stevie Wonder's. I want y'all to sit with that for a while. Uh, wow. Don't do this, kid. Don't do, do this, kid. Do, what we're not gonna do is compare Gucci to Stevie Wonder. I, I, I won't allow a lot of shit, but I won't allow that. <laughs> do not do this. <laughs> We're, you're at a 10, we're at a 5, I need you, I need you to dial it back a little bit. For, for, for a frame of reference, Kia does not like Stevie Wonder. So, and I know that Stevie, I know that, okay, so. Wait, no, 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 let me, let me put it in, let me put it into even more perspective. She doesn't like Stevie Wonder, but she loves Keith Sweat's music. <laughs> what? Okay, so here's the thing. I like Stevie Wonder's up tempo stuff. I do not like his ballads. They come off as whiny and corny and very cliche. It's but cliche. you like Keith Sweat. Right, whiny and corny and cliche. <laughs> but you, you just described <laughs> Keith Sweat. You can have sex with Keith Sweat. He dragged you her. Have, you can have sex with <laughs> Keith Sweat's movie, uh, music. You can't have sex with Stevie. No, I cannot. I cannot. I do <laughs> not want Nobody any parts of it. No. First of all, no, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. My mom was a uh, Keith Sweat fan, okay? Let me live. I'm I sure you're my wife Wonder fan, too. But you know what? Stevie what? was playing our house like uh, Keith and Anita Baker. Those were my parents, too. That's who we listened to. Yo, so I got I got a confession. Speaking of Anita Baker, you know the song, I Apologize. Yes. When I was little, I thought she was saying, I had Papa John's. <laughs> I really hate you. <laughs> Don't ask. But I thought it was I had Papa John. Like, <laughs> I want to not judge y'all, but y'all make it so hard. Like, <laughs> what is, wasn't it Siege? It was Siege that was on the timeline talking about Luther Vandross the other day, saying how Luther Vandross. No, it was a. Uh, that was Bomani saying that um, Luther doesn't slap. So yeah, it don't. It don't. See, it me either. No, y'all can't do Luther like that. No, but Money also doesn't I, like. I feel like you can I, I feel think. like you can't do Big Luther. You can do Little Luther. <laughs> you can't talk about Big Luther because Big Luther not but just you know what? quite Luther, right. Luther. Luther was rude as hell. Did y'all <laughs> see that story about when he tried to get in Vogue arrested? They went no. on tour together. <laughs> Oh my, there's a Twitter thread. Let me find that Twitter thread. They were on tour together and they have, Luther got mad at them for some reason and queened out and was like, put up curtains and saying, y'all can't come on this side of the stage. One of them had to go on the other side of the stage to get something while Luther was on stage. 
is this Luther I'm talking about? Yes. And um, <laughs> and he got off stage, found out, and got mad and called the police. They were in Florida. I can't remember what city, but called the police wow. and tried to get them arrested. Wow. Let me find this Twitter. This clip. for what? That was believable. For trespassing? For, tra for trespassing. <laughs> and the this confirms like, all the sassiness no, that I heard about Luther relax. early in the days. Mm -mm. Yeah. So I think that, that totally was destroyed my everything my that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> my, my dance, dance with my including Luther, including apparently I wanted to. Oh, favorite Gucci. So I feel like we have to we have to break it down like we break down Beyonce and put them into eras. So what era of Gucci are we talking about? Beyonce has eight. Gucci has eighty. How do you even know. break that down? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know what I'm still listening to right now is Drop Top Wop. Drop and Top probably, Wop. Yeah. I feel like I Drop Top Wop is it's, is a very is, is 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 has a long lasting. We were just listening to Drop Top Wop like yesterday, and it's still it's still a bob. It's still a whole bob. Yeah. I'm a Will Chamberlain fan. Um, can't lie to you, Will Chamberlain one through five music he's ever put out. Uh, Trap House one through Oh my God, Trap House 3 is a legend in itself. Um, you could put that, can we put that in African-American Smithsonian? <laughs> Trap House 3? Can we sit Trap House Trap 3 House in there? Trap House 3 was, yeah, Trap House 3 was lit. Uh, yeah. I, I, Trap House 3 had, uh, had 2 chains, uh, Rich Homie Quine on it. Oh my God. Uh, that was responsible for them too. Yeah, like, was, those were uh, two others who were in his studio all the time. Yeah, Rick. I think Rick Ross was on Trap House Three. He was. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm about to bring the pressure. Also, I finally figured out why Gucci. Um, really because syrup makes you constipate because of the lean. Yeah, the lean makes well, you constipate and. and, and and like he, you know, he talked about how his body had like a very specific reaction to mm -hmm. lean that was different than like the norm. Because he said the first time he drunk it, like he was gone for like a he week. He smoked it. Okay. Oh, all right. So this is something I don't, he didn't talk about it and I completely get. But I, I am going to make an assumption that Gucci has been diagnosed with some type of mental. I agree. Uh, I don't want, I, what's the appropriate term? Don't get me up here. Oh, a the disorder, disorder, a mental illness. A mental illness, yeah. yeah. I, I think something is going on there and I get why he doesn't talk about it. And I think that may have been why the lean affected him so differently. Mm. Yeah, that I mean, sense. but also like there are a lot, and I'm not gonna like armchair diagnose him, but like he right. does say like PTSD, mm -hmm. which reasonably so, right. like, trauma he's been through yeah. a lot of trauma but also there's you know <clears throat> like drug-induced psychosis or like mm -hmm. it's just like also drug-induced bipolar disorder there's a lot of different things that the dsm has but like that could like affect his like brain chemistry but mm -hmm. I would well, not and even surprised. using multiple drugs at the same time. Yes, but like the stuff that he like needed like on a daily basis like Promethazine, marijuana, right. X, and then mm -hmm. in there, everything else. That's just a function. Like, whew, I can't. But Could you imagine the detox that he went through? 
And yeah. he detoxed in jail, right? Right. And I was gonna say, not even in like a That's, facility. Like he was in yeah. prison. Yeah. So yeah. like them opioids, as soon as you stop, diarrhea. Like, cause it, it locks everything up. So it's essentially it's heroin. Having, like having diarrhea in jail. Right. Oh, I could could you imagine being in a cell beside him while he has diarrhea in jail? That mm. was a decade worth what? of gunk in his gut. That's ridiculous. That's like, what? Mm. Yeah. Um, but oh, I and it's amazing to look at the pictures where his where he was like swole versus now. Like he literally, even just if you just look at his face, he looks mm. like a totally different, a different person. person. Mm-hmm. But that's what right. drinking water and exercising will do. And, and, let, and letting a black woman love you. Can we talk about how Gucci let someone love him and that changed his life? That's like really, he just, really. he let love in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, really he looks moisturized and happy. Mm-hmm. Looks like he might. Yeah, before he just looked sweaty. Would, yeah, like, he looked angry. Like the whites of his eyes even look different. He smiles with his eyes now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't I don't recall seeing him smile before like when he was he always angry, but that was probably the lean. Like yeah. like you said, it has it had like a really like adverse reaction to him. It made him angry. And he was trying to mask all this stuff that happened to him, like with drugs like he was like essentially self-medicating well and it's crazy because it starts like the you know his history with how he started in it is like so many where he was a person who wasn't doing like he wouldn't do drugs like like you said in the book when he was even when he first started selling them he wasn't he wasn't even smoking weed like he wasn't doing anything mm-hmm. and you know had to be convinced to try weed and had to be convinced to try lean and all of these other things and ended up you know ended up where he ended up so Gucci might have a problem because wasn't it a girl who convinced him girl. to yeah to try that was weed the first time was it mm-hmm. uh, and it was her boyfriend or her brother or nah, uh, the friend's was, boyfriend who got I him to try the syrup yeah it was his oh, friend yeah. his yeah. friends that was when he started uh trapping in Alabama again when he started uh. Because in Al- in Bessemer they don't his call cousin's um, boyfriend or something. Okay, yeah. His uh, cousin's boyfriend. He doesn't call. They don't call it syrup. They call it grit. Um, and even tastes different. Apparently, um, I've never had it before. You keep putting these disclaimers out there, like, <laughs> and, and Jason. We not right. We not gonna even talk about the conversation that happened beforehand. Right. With Harrison, so about Bobby Brown, and I was saying, <laughs> nah, bro. We told them we do not believe you. I'm gonna do this line real quick before y'all cut the cameras on. That's what I say. That's if y'all <laughs> hear me because I was walking to the back and you left for a good five minutes because you had to let it settle in. <laughs> <laughs> he want to come back raging or nothing, like. right? He had to really mellow out. out. <laughs> it's a downer for me, it's not an upper. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this is why Nancy Reagan started the D.A.R.E. program. Did she start the D.A.R.E. program? I don't know if she started the D.A.R.E. program, but she definitely say no to drugs. Say no to drugs. This is why 
We need you to bring back just say no, no drugs. Before. Not in my black house. No, we don't. We don't. No, we do not. We don't need. We don't need Melania and Trump doing nothing that has to do with drugs and, and lawmaking in this country. So, what y'all, so, so are y'all? So are y'all? What do y'all? What do y'all think? Uh, what are you wearing for indictment Monday? Monday, because um, my nigga, I might wake up at five. CNN starts. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm trying to determine who I'm gonna give ratings. Am I gonna watch CNN? You know what? I might watch Fox because I just want to see how they gonna spin this. I just want to see. <laughs> I can't I, watch Fox. I, I, I get too mad watching I Fox. I so I read an article that explained that. I'll tell y'all about it later, though. Okay. Right. So, but uh, I think, have we talked about everything that we were gonna cover? I think so. Um, we, you guys were talking about the first time he, he was smoking weed. I remember that chapter. He said that he pulled, he saw the girl, he thought she was cute. Literally walked up to her just to like. It was, it was a girl he was messing with. It was a girl, he, it, yeah, it was a girl he was messing with or whatever. And he just went up to her to flex. And that's how they started talking. And then like she was, he act, she asked uh, him, Do you smoke? And he was like, Nah. Uh, no, well, he, he said, said yeah. yeah, he didn't. When he Which, really did, it's funny because I've heard so many stories of how that goes. The same way. <laughs> Stupid. The same oh, way. Awful. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, I smoke. I smoke. What is and wrong even, with y'all? Not even, no, Dumb. Not even, not even just Dumb. with weed. Like, that's, with, that's just with random things. Like, yo, do you do this? Girl, yeah, yeah. I do that. Don't know a thing about it. You study quantum physics. Quantum physics. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know a thing about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Googling, misspelling right. the word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do you study physics? Yeah, I got an A in general. You're like, <laughs> you're like, like Siri. How do you spell quantum physics? C U A. Right. Yeah. So reach home, Quan. In like I would say that because I I have the physical copy of the book and I was reading it at work and my coworkers judged me and I had to tell them like literally there are a lot of lessons that you could learn from the autobiography of Gucci Mane. I didn't and I am one who did not think because when Jason said I want to read this for the book club, I said you don't want to read it first to make sure ain't nothing problematic <laughs> in it. <laughs> but you don't want to. Wasn't a sh- I understood there was no shade behind that because it, he's a rapper. You know, it's Gucci, like he got a history of, and you know. <laughs> and people have their preconceived notions and biases. Like I get it. I know, like for the black bourgeoisie, they probably wouldn't read this book. They probably scoff at the at the thought of reading this book. And I would tell them to reconsider anybody. Like, I, but I, what I want to say about book came out. Like black people really put on for you when you like when when we love you, we will really, really put on for you. And people waited for this book to come out. I remember yeah. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like everywhere that I went, somebody had this book. Um, one of my one of a close friend of my family's was on her honeymoon and her husband brought the book to read while they were on their honeymoon. And they were talking like she was like, we've been reading this book in between like being in vacation, being on vacation together because it's so good. And I've just seen so much love. And it's not just been from people that are Gucci, Gucci fans, Gucci yeah. fans, 
but it's actually it's been people that have surprised me. like like one girl on facebook she was like i would have never thought i would have picked up gucci Mane's, but my friend told me to pick it up and it has been absolutely amazing to read it and she for having a really good life story like i think it's like it's one Gucci is a beautiful storyteller. Like his music is amazing. So one, my my problem with myself was that why wouldn't I just assume that it would be good because his music is so good. He's a wonderful storyteller. Paints a vivid picture. I think the second thing for me is that if you look at Gucci from 2009 and you look at Gucci 2017, if that don't make you want to read his book and figure out how how do I blow up like that, Right. Like that's enough for me. Like it's, that a it's really a motivation story. It's it might be his greatest it might be some of his greatest work that he's made that's not music. Did, did y'all put together that the um attorney general who Donald Trump fired is the prosecutor who prosecuted Gucci Man? What when he went to prison? No. Really? Sally, Sally Yates is the really? one. Really? Yes. Hold on. Yes. Wait. <laughs> yes. How did, how did you put this together? Wait. She was. Because I, I recognized oh. the name and then I Googled. Yes. Sally wow. Yates on page wow. 250. She was, oh, um, she was the district, U.S. Uh, assistant district attorney in Georgia. And she is the one who prosecuted Gucci Mane. When he went to jail this last time. The then, very last time. Yep. The very last time. Wow. When he went to prison. Mm-hmm. The federal charges. Yep, yep, yep. So what are you guys' final thoughts about the autobiography of Radrick Delantic Davis? I, I, I want Gucci to stay clean, happy, sober, and living his best life. I also want him to... Um, I want him to sit down with Waka and his mom. There seems to be some un, unfinished issues there. And I really want him, Waka, and Miss Deb to sit down and work that out. I think. I think I think Waka needs to take some advice from what like take an example of what you know what Gucci has been through to kind of get himself together a little bit too though. And, and hopefully, I, I, I hope that Waka is open to that because Waka has always come off even a little more hot headed and yeah. just out there. Even and Gucci then, said that in the book. Yeah. And so I used to work out in Riverdale. I taught high school when Waka was coming up where Waka uh, lived. So, uh, yeah, they, Gucci's description was very accurate. Of, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Reggie, what do you think? Final thoughts? Uh, well, final thought number one, like support it, go buy it, listen to it, what have you. You know what I mean? Uh, but final thought number two is just that like, it's a story of like, you can come back from anything. You know what I mean? Al- almost anything. And you know, if you feel like you done had it rough, you know what I mean? Read this book and see that no matter how rough you done had it, you know, you can, you can, you can glow up, and the globe is real. You just have to put your mind to to wanting to blow up. Thank you. Um, I would say don't judge a book by its cover. Um, though the it's cover a beautiful cover. It's a beautiful <laughs> cover. Like, don't judge right. a book by its title. Um, because like even in like my like 
daytime job. Like there is something that you can learn from anyone. Um, and I can definitely say like, even though like I have very little in common with Gucci besides the fact that I'm from Alabama, there's a lot that I got from this and I, it's a beautifully written. It seems like it is his voice and not though he wrote it with someone. Um, I hear a lot of it, a lot of this, it, it's him. Like you can kind of tell the parts where it probably wasn't him, but for the most part, like it's a beautiful book with a beautiful kind of like message. And I would encourage everybody to pick it up, especially like if you have some kids, because it doesn't glorify any of the mm-hmm. things that he raps about. It didn't glorify it. it wasn't he was real about it. Yeah, he was real about it. He seemed remorseful and like genuinely telling his story to relay the message that you can come back from anything. And so I would encourage anybody to read it. Jason, what you think? Um, just a beautiful overall all around book. Um, I'm glad we did it with Reggie. I'm glad we did this episode with Reggie and um. Reggie and Kia, because we talked about this book. <laughs> yeah. Um, like when it, got, when it got announced, and we were, and Kia and me really pre ordered this book. <laughs> like it was so long ago. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, I bought it. I bought it. I bought it on Amazon. I bought it on Apple. And I bought the audio version on Apple as well. Like, because I loved it that much. Um, you got money a lot. Right, let me hope. That's he got it. money. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend's gonna watch this. She's like, you did what? <laughs> right. Right. Oh, but you couldn't money. get my nails done last week. <laughs> Bundles. Got paid last week. You paid for it this week. Um, <laughs> black your women to get get their nails did they deserve. Um, <laughs> um, do it when you can. And trust me, she can do it herself, but she appreciates it when you do. Um, but my thoughts on the book uh, really are just so many one-liners and quotables. I'll probably go back and read this book again. Like, it's, yeah, it's I'm, very easy to read. It's a, it's a quick read. I could read this book maybe once or twice, probably in the next year. Um, consider reading this book with maybe a college crowd. Um, you could a high schooler could read it. I would if if your kid loves rap music. I would definitely say if you love rap music and you're you're definitely a fan of rap music, you and your child. I would tell you to read it together. It would be beautiful. Uh, one thing that we've always uh, pushed um, with reading while black is reading with your family, reading with your loved ones, because um, it's therapeutic. I feel like this book is so great, um, and I encourage if you have not heard the audio book and you haven't read the book yet i would tell you to get the audio book because it, it really does uh it makes it it makes it feel it makes it feel life lifelike uh, gucci tells like i said i feel like this is another we got another mixtape or another album in a book um and it was just it was just it was between two two hardbacks and i'm really really proud of gucci i hope he continues this trajectory or i can't wait to see what he does next um, also, um, he keeps us on our toes. I'm probably going to get another album in December. 
Who is going to play Gucci in the um, biopic? Uh, it's going to be Chadwick Boseman. Uh, because Please not, no. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. I don't know. I want Gucci to play Gucci, but you know. I, I, I kind of want Gucci to play Gucci too. Okay, but who would play fat Gucci? <laughs> you ain't have to um, do that. You didn't have I'm to. just saying, like, that's a part of the story. And he don't look like that Gucci no What about more. Tracy? What about Tracy Morgan? <laughs> oh my God, I'm mad at that. <laughs> Can we end the show here on that night? Thanks, guys, <laughs> for always tuning in. You started doing good. Up again. Why would you do something like that? Hey, but no, but but real real talk though. To kind of piggyback off of what Jason said, it, it's a great way. Like we already have a hard enough time getting young people to read nowadays, and so like this book is a great way to get young people reading. And so I think that that's really important. Like when Jason was saying about reading it with your child, you know what I'm saying? Like we grew up with Gucci, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and there are people that older us that, that love Gucci and there are teenagers that listen to Gucci now. So that's a great way to get your kids to reading and reading something that they would be interested in. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna piggyback on that and then I'm gonna shut up. Yes. I think what's gonna happen too, because of the success of this book, we're gonna get more, um, Rap, hip hop, blackish autobiographies and stories. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about this is it doesn't only tell a Gucci story, but it captures a hip hop, a, um, like a hip hop history and also the history and culture of Atlanta. So it's so much of yeah. our story being captured in books. So we definitely could use more of those from more of us. And to piggyback off of Kia, I think this. <laughs> This is such a HBCU moment. Like, <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> I feel like I'm in like school. A, I feel like we have a platform. Um, um, the you know every black uh, what is it? Every black student union has that uh, once a semester rap session. Yeah. A forum. Black people love a forum. Okay, go ahead. Uh, but just to piggyback off her, hip hop is evolving. Um, now and old in the yeah. good way. Hip hop is aged like fine wine, like all black music does. When we were told that it was garbage, when we were told that it wouldn't it wouldn't sell, when we were told that it couldn't work. When we were told that southern music wasn't marketable. When we were told it wasn't marketable, Gucci Man has a book. <laughs> How about that for <laughs> How about that? Like I'm just happy about how far hip hop has come. Um, I have family in music, so it it happy to see like where it started. And if you when you really appreciate the history of an artist, um, I think that's what when you really get to see like the and the history of this genre, you really get to see the beauty of what it can become. Like rap artists should write books, uh, probably. I'm pretty sure Gucci didn't think he'd be writing a book, uh, but I. I'm just, I'm impressed. I'm overall impressed. I think this was a, a wonderful month. Yeah, I think this is a good place. That's a good way to end it. Um, so thank you guys. First, Reggie and Kia, thank you so much for talking to us about thing. this. Thanks for having Black, blackity black, black episode. Right. Um, My parents can't listen to this episode. Uh, oh, man. Um, 
if you haven't already uh, subscribed to our newsletter, um, next month's book we will announce before November. Um, <laughs> but you know, we operate on CP time, so I don't know. But you'll know the newsletter finds out first, and we'll have a whole thread and a link for you guys when we announce next month's book. Um, so we'll see y'all next time. Uh, also, new merch out, new merch. New oh, merch. yeah, there's new clothes and whatnot. Remember, every purchase that you make helps us buy a book for a black kid. So, you know, we got some long sleeves, some hoodies. So, fellas, you could buy a hoodie for yourself so your girl can steal it. No, 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 no. So she doesn't. I said what I said, and that's it. I said what Don't I said. Don't be a broke on Twitter. Just buy you two, and she ain't gonna steal yours. You feel no, me? she's still gonna. She's still gonna she steal. Yours. steal we still <laughs> gonna steal that too. Because buy her some socks so she can keep them cold feet. Oh, you know, get you some socks. You could get a he, zip on hoodie or Reggie See, Reggie sees the vision. I appreciate that, Reggie. <laughs> like. Brittany, baby, guess what? <laughs> we got you some socks. <laughs> okay. Every night. There you go. Well, this was fun. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye.